What's going on, everybody? We are back with another episode of Healthy Scratched. If you're hearing a different voice off the beginning, it's because Brock is missing in action. I think he's out to eat with somebody right now. I'm not exactly sure. But we are missing Brock tonight. Um, We're going to power through. I'm going to move this train along, and we're going to start off with Nolan. How we doing, bud? How we doing? I'm hanging in there. Uh, I got another uh, intramural basketball game to head to tonight and got a midterm to finish up, so um, just trying to get some time in with the fellas before I get to uh, hit the books. Is this your uh, the, your second career game? It's going to be my third. Your third uh, game. Right now, yeah, I got eight points, eight rebounds in two games. Um, I've been added as a permanent member of the team. Um, I've been requested a couple times for my enthusiasm um, <laughs> and we're, we're hoping to uh, pull out an intramural championship so yes yeah, uh scully and i actually have to sign our teams up tonight so yeah scully and i are on two separate teams uh he's the captain of one i'm the captain of the other we had a little uh randomized draft whatever you want to call it to divide up the teams we gotta register tonight at midnight Bye to is this midnight. for hockey no, this is uh, this is basketball. Oh, you guys, are you guys doing it, Jamal? Uh, no, he is. That's yeah, that's the voice of uh, Lucas Skolnick. Skolly, how we doing? I'm good. Trying to recover from the weekend. Uh, had the very anticipated basketball game and had to leave at halftime because it was just a disgrace. But oh yeah, Q's got waxed. It wasn't even close. Yeah. Everybody was hyping it up, but Duke uh, just came in and just. I know. Stomped on us. I know. No, to answer your question, though, I'm doing intramural hockey. Yeah, because we, um, we have that. Do you guys have a limit on club guys? For yeah. Team, we have two per team. It's really stupid. Yeah. There's only yeah, like six teams. So that's what ours is. And we have to sign up. I We had to make a team by yesterday. We have, it, have to have it finalized by Friday. And we have the same thing, two club guys per team. So all the seniors, like we have like a, like a, a school-wide like athletics app. Um, and you have to like sign up on it. Um, it's where like we sign up for like intramurals and like the club team and everything. But all the seniors um, left it because they're like technically off the team. So they have a whole senior team of like seven club guys that were on the team. Um, so right now, me and Santa are on it. We're trying to get uh, one of the senior goalies, not um, not Wilson, not Wilson Lees, but um, a fifth year to join ours because technically he's not on the roster. Um, and then we might have to, like, fake some guys' IDs just to get them in there. But um, <laughs> it's such a force. We get, like, I think eight sophomores, and we got to break them all up. It's a pain. Sounds like some uh, Tampa Bay salary cap finagling. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, we uh, – we, um, I'm on a team with some, some, some buddies that uh, – I didn't really know off the hop, but another kid on the club team put put me in contact with them, and me and him are on that team. And I think Scully over here is joining a different team. I'm not quite sure. Are you? What do you? What's your deal? You don't They're know yet. You're a free agent. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Late. It's tough to drag yourself to these games on like a Sunday night, 
after a long weekend or perhaps even oh, a Monday. There's Sundays. Ours yeah. are Sunday or Mondays at either ten thirty or eleven thirty. That's ours is ours is strictly weeknights. I think it's Monday through Thursday, and they run from like eight to ten or eleven. Um, so I mean, we can like pick preferences, but like, I mean, I'd be happy to get to a game on like a Monday and start the week off skating, but like a Sunday, that's just terrible. Yeah, and there's like fifteen minute periods divided into two, so it's really not worth it in the long run, honestly. <laughs> Is it at the uh, is it at the rink for you guys? Yeah. Yeah, same barn. Um, yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of funny. The um, the team I played last night, they uh, you know how like when you go, I don't know if you guys do it, no, but like we have like Syracuse hockey like on printed out on a paper like taped to the door. The uh, but the for, for your locker room. Yeah. No, we we like ours are for for practices. Ours is just like. It's just like a regular like locker room. There's there's four in the back, and we get two of them for practice. And then for games, we get to use the women's like actual locker room, like the D one team's locker room. Um, but we don't have like anything on a door. <laughs> well, this the team I'm playing last night had their logo and name printed out on a paper taped to their locker room door. Um, <laughs> so they were ready to go. And then we're, we're skating around for warm ups, and I see I. Uh, Another club player, actually, on the other team, and it was uh, it was Flanny, um, <laughs> and Flanny's the man. Uh, he, he's a bartender at one of the bar, one of the bars downtown, um, but he was rocking Nolan no shoulder pads, uh, ninety nine on the back of his jersey, and he had an A on it. And, and he comes up to me and he goes, I got such a Gretzky complex right now. And he skates away and I see the 99 jersey and I just started laughing. <laughs> but it was, uh, it was, it was a good, good, good game for us. Not so much for the, for the, uh, Tennedy Tigers. You guys, you guys pull it out? Yeah, we won like six or seven, one, I think. Oh, that's big. Yeah. We're first place in the league, I think right now. So we're, we're off to a hot start. There you go. Yeah. All right, but we can uh, moving right along to some Bruins talk. Uh, no Brock today, so just Rangers and Bruins fans on the pod. We're gonna talk some Bruins first, and then jump over to the Rangers. Uh, Nolan, what did you think of uh, the Brus game last night? Uh, so I actually I didn't watch the game live because it was. Um, obviously it was in LA, so it was a little bit later. Um, but I actually watched the highlights this morning. I was checking the score, um, last night doing some homework. Um, I mean, him having a hat trick's wild, uh, first of his career. Um, and I mean, LA has been hot recently too, so I was even stunned that, um, they put up seven. Um, but I mean, I was looking at his stats earlier. He has nine points, um, in the last five games. Um, four of them coming last night against the Kings. So um, he's been lighting it up. Um, obviously, Bergeron produced last night. I think Hala. Um, so, I mean, they've been buzzing. And then uh, last week, I think it was, Tone, um, we had a little chat about Olmark. Um, and Swayman's been killing it with a shutout last night. So, um, yeah, I mean, the Bruins look great. I think, obviously, DeBrusque still looks like he'll be on his way out. So um, I think he's getting hot at a good time for himself and for the Bruins, put himself in a 
a good spot and, and get the Bruins something in return. Yeah, we'll jump into Swayman in a little bit, but uh, you know, DeBrusque, it's a, it's a, he's an interesting factor, I guess, for the Bruins right now because he's playing the best hockey that he's played since probably before the COVID shutdown in 2019. Um, you know, and but he wants out and it's tough when you have a guy playing that well. Um, you know, producing for your team, getting wins for your team. He had two goals and like a a three one win not too long ago too, I believe. Um so it's tough to see what they do with him. I could see them, you know, maybe just flipping him for a right winger to maybe go with that Bergeron and Marsh on line now, that Pasternak's playing so well with Hall down on the second line. I still think they need a second line center down there. Hall is yeah, playing gr- Hall is playing great, but I, I don't think he's the solution, especially if you want to make a deep run in the playoffs. Um but yeah, maybe DeBrus goes for potentially like a Brock Besser. You know, let's. I'm not gonna start any rumors here, but maybe we could see two guys that need a change change of scenery uh, go basically uh, coast to coast and uh, get a fresh start. So. And that time, just just off ball with Besser, that comes right back to uh, the draft, which I mean was botched in the first place. Well, um, as much as I'd love to have Besser, it would kill to get him because we could have had him in the first place and um, might not even be in the squad. But uh, I've all... is from Edmonton, right? He is for, from Edmonton, and for those who don't know what Nolan's referencing, he's talking about the 2015 draft where the Bruins had three consecutive first-round picks and drafted Jake DeBrusque, Matt Zaborl, and or excuse me, Jakob Zaborl and Zach Senishin. What a what a draft, Don. What a draft. Um, I think right after him, the likes of Barzal, Brock Besser, Thomas Shabbat. Uh, was Konecki that draft too? I think. I think so. I so. think so. Um, who else knows? I think the list goes on and on about how draft that was, but that's you know for a rainy day. Um, DeBrusque still likely to be on the move. Scully, any thoughts on DeBrusque, where he could end up? I mean, he did have a hat trick last night. I don't know. That's good for his stock, at least, in terms of uh, deadline. But I could, I would like to see him try to work it out. What's the reason for him leaving? He just doesn't fit. He, he requested a trade. No, I know, but, like, did he say why? Oh, he, he hasn't like pub- No, he hasn't publicly said why he requested a trade. Stupid. People believe it's because of Don Sweet or. Bruce Cassidy last year kind of throwing him on the third and fourth line. Um, yeah, especially in the offs too. Yeah, where he was getting bumped in and out. That's going to happen as a young player. It's more patience and like finally like fitting into the role you need to be in the NHL. And I guess he's not there yet in the coach's eyes, but I guess if he wants out, he's he wants out. But I don't know. I uh I sent a tweet last night to the to the Twitter world that said did Bruce Cassidy ruin a, a year of Jake DeBrusque's career? Did Did Bruce Cassidy b- burying him on the third and fourth line instead of trying to, uh, or instead of maybe breaking up the Pasternak line earlier and playing DeBrusque with Bergeron and Marshawn, was that the solution? And Bruce Cassidy was just too stubborn to do it. Maybe I don't know. That's that's the question I was wondering watching that game last night, Nolan. I mean. I think it, it would have been hard to tell 
last year because they, I mean, I think this year, the whole reason it got, especially that Bergeron, Marshy, Pasta line, I think the whole reason it got broken up was because A, that it wasn't an even distribution. I mean, they were still producing. We were still losing, guys. Something had to be changed because you can't have a top line that dominant producing every game and still be losing. Um, so I think in hindsight, how well it's worked out this year has been like, oh, like this should have happened earlier. But I mean, last year in the playoffs, like they didn't, it wasn't exactly the same roster. So I mean, to say that like they should have switched that up earlier is, is just based on what we have now. But like, I mean, DeBrusque, he's 25. Like he has, he has plenty of time left. Um, I mean, he's been, he's been doing well with us recently. And I mean, I could see him fitting in a, in some different offenses. And I mean, hopefully if we can get something in return, that'll end up working out. But um, I mean, I always liked him here. He's, he's been, he's been a character. Um, he's been fun to watch. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm a huge, huge DeBrusque guy and I, I would be sad to see him low or go, excuse me, but uh um I think if they're going to make a trade with DeBrusque, you know, they're, they're most likely going to with him wanting out, but it it needs to be a hockey trade. It needs to be a deal that's, you know, good for both sides. So is he going to go for a struggling pl- player on another team potentially? Is he going to go for draft picks, you know, the Bruins have, they don't have a a good prospect pool in the hole. They uh they they're hurting. The last year's draft was good, but they don't have a lot of prospects. Um, one. Do you know? Do you know off the top of their head, like what they're what they're working with? In term, like, what do you mean in terms of draft like picks? In terms of not well, yeah, and in terms of prospects, like, is there anyone like we have coming up or that could come up that like, we haven't really seen much of? Um, and like, what's the deal with like Stanika and all that? Like, and, and like well, Stanika, I I have a feeling it's kind of the same situation with DeBrusque. You know, Bruce isn't giving him the playing time that he needs to to make an impact. And as far as like our the rookies that the Bruins have, or should I say, the prospects, um, they got a few kids in college that I think are having some good years. I, I don't know their names off the top of my head, but. The the Bruins' future is in the hands of Jeremy Swayman, who we're going to bring up right now because he just won Rookie of the Month. Jeremy Swayman went 5-1-1, one, and one, and he posted a 1.13 goals against, against average with a .960 save percentage. And I'm posing the question, is Jeremy Swayman in the Calder race, Nolan? Uh, what, do you know? Do you know what the, like, list is off the top of your head Tom from well, Calder. I would say Michael Bunting is definitely in it from Toronto. I think he has 40 points in 41 games. And then I would say Maurice Sider from Detroit. I don't know what his points are off the top of my head. He's I think he's leading it right now. He's been Maurice Sider, he, he's I been, think he's leading all rookies in points. So he's definitely up there, but if you know, a goalie was to get it, I think Swayman's your guy. I don't yeah, like Yeah, I I'd agree with that. Yeah, I don't like uh uh, uh, Lucas Raymond's leading. Oh, Lucas Raymond. 42. 42. Maybe I, that's who I meant instead of... What's uh, Cider at? Cider's leading assist at 34. How many points? Um, give me a second. Pull it up. He, while, while he's looking, though... What, uh, 39. 39. So, I mean, Maurice Cider, Lucas Raymond, 
is it is it Michael Hunting? Bunting? Bunting. Michael Bunting. He's leading in goals. Yeah, Zegris is definitely you gotta chuck mm-hmm. his name in there. Yes. Um so I mean and I would throw Swayman in there in that conversation I, as well, based off the way he's been playing. I would definitely throw Swayman in. I'm looking at um actually goaltending leaders throughout the whole league and you could honestly throw him in for the Vesna too. He's leading the league in goals against average at the one nine five. Well he's tied with Sturgeon. Is he really? But yeah, them two are leading the league and then He's only fourth in save percentage at nine two nine behind Anderson, Huso, and Shesterkin. So like honestly, like he's been pretty dominant, but just like quietly. Yeah, I guess he's quietly. I mean, peop, a lot of Bruins the, fans were complaining about they, the goaltending. Well, right yeah, now. they had a rough start to the season too. Yeah, Allmark wasn't playing well, but they've turned it around. They, they're 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 playing a lot better. But uh, speaking of Shesterkin. um, I don't know if Swayman's gonna win the Vesna and steal it from Shesterkin because. I don't think he is, but. The the question's been asked lately, is Shesterkin going to win the heart? I don't know. I think you could put up an argument only because he's been putting up better numbers than Price did when he had the heart trophy. But is the, Are they that good? Uh, yeah, he's yeah, been... I saw a that stat good. that he's had the best save percentage in like, I don't know, 47 years or something. I'm, I'm estimating he's that number. He's at a 9 so... But it's, it's the best goaltending save percentage yeah. In a long time in NHL history, definitely carries the Rangers. Though. Yeah, definitely carries the Rangers though. There's their five on five play has not been ideal recently. Been relying on the power play way too much, but he's a beast. If he was in the net for the Penguins game, that game would have been like six nothing. But it was a it was one nothing game. One nothing game. Let him. He's having him in net is give gives the Rangers a chance to win every single night. Um. It's just a different team when Gorgiev's in net. I don't think there is, like... They can't rely on Gorgiev to make that big save or that crazy save that Shesterkin is. Shesterkin can. He's just, like, that reliable player that they can always rely on. Sucks that he's a goalie and can't play every game. Where he can't score four goals a game for you. Yeah, that too. He almost had a goalie goal the other day, though, actually. Yeah, he did almost put it in the back of the net. I did see that. We were watching that in here. But, uh, yeah, the Rangers are... uh, if Shesterkin can maintain this play throughout the playoffs, Rangers definitely a team to watch out for. Yeah. All right, moving right along to some more hockey news. Uh, per NHL.com today, uh, Nashville general manager David, is it Poye? Poyle? P-O-I-L-E. I don't know how to pronounce that. He basically, he came out and said that the team is not trying to uh, trade Philip Forsberg. In fact, they're actually trying to sign him. Um, I know, Noel, uh, Skull, you... You mentioned last week, I think, that the Rangers wanted to go out and get him, but it looks like he's staying put in Nashville. So that's tough for you and any other Mm -hmm. team that wanted to get him. Well, I mean, it's still not, like, unguaranteed. He's still has to sign. He's a UFA, so... He's not going to re-sign there to try to get some trade value out of him. Well, I'm assuming if, you know, Poyle, whatever, came out and said today that they're trying to re-sign him, that... He wants to stay in Nashville. Yeah. Uh, I, I read somewhere that he's looking for upwards of eight mil mm-hmm. a year. So I don't think they want to pay him that. You don't think, I think it's yeah because they've been trying to negotiate a deal all year and just stalled. Hmm. Maybe but, I don't know. Maybe he'll take a hometown discount if he wants to stay. But um, I, know, I think they need him for the playoffs. He leads them in points and everything. So are they gonna make the playoffs? Yeah, Where do they sit they in the standings? Are. I think they're third. Third in which division are they? Um, no. Oh, they're so they're a wild card team yeah. in 
the West. The West. They're the first wild card. They're in the Central Division. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what the Bees are? The Bees' first wild card. The Bees are also first wild yep. card. Yep. So yeah, Nashville sits first wild card with 30 wins, 19 losses, 4 OT losses, 64 points, three above net, Dallas. Yes, um, yeah, I think they're better off keeping Forsberg to stick around, at least for the end of the year. Maybe if they don't re-sign him, he walks in free agency. But they're, if they're in the hunt for the playoffs, they should definitely yeah. look into keeping him. All right, so that wraps up the NHL talk we had for today. Uh, we can dive into some junior hockey news uh, way down in the United States Premier Hockey League. Uh, once again, the Premier Division. Um, some positive this week, no refs getting punched in the face. Um, they had some exciting offensive news. Uh, their Instagram posted uh, a post a few days ago that had some facts along the lines of three 100-point scores, which I think had never been done before. Um, they set A new player set a single-season points record, and... The all-time career points record was broken twice in the same weekend by two different players. So, the United States Premier Hockey League, definitely an up-and-coming league with some offensive talent. Definitely going to be on the look for those players in the future. Excited to see where they end up. Um, I'm not sure if any of them were committed. I'm assuming they have to be if they are. Um, um, well, one of, the, one of them is an age at. There was an 03 on here. With the is it one points. of them was an 03? Yeah. Wow. I wish I could do that when I was an 03. <laughs> Kids going up. places as an 03 then, jeez. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are five out, of the, five out of the top point scorers in the Premier League was all from the Fresno Monsters. So The Fresno I guess, Monsters. I guess they just dominated everybody. Check them out if you haven't heard of them. If you're looking to play in the USP, the Fresno Monsters. Moving right on to some limitless hockey news. Um, congrats to Drew Michelli and the Indiana Hoosiers once again. Moving on to Natty's after winning a couple games this weekend. Congratulations to Sam Hutchinson on being named to the Eshel All-Conference rookie team. Shout out, Hutch. Um, that's two healthy scratch bumps and all. So, uh, so what is... Um... Hutch's thing, like, what is that? Just for your like league itself? He's an all, he's an all rookie. Or? Yeah, that's just yeah. The, our conference. So like, uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Tom. Sorry. Um, I guess in comparison, it would be like Johnny Gaudreau winning rookie of the year for BC. Because I was for yeah, hockey when, like, East, I guess. When when I saw you posted it, and then uh, I, I saw a couple of the other names. I think one was from like Delaware. Um, I was thinking about it. It would be pretty cool if they did like a, a like a an Acha like All Star game. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. Honestly, I I because I, I know they do that for um do they they did it for uh USPHL right? Yep, they do. They do it for our, um, most of the junior leagues. So I mean that I like just thinking of that like that would be something cool. Um. Because even, like, some of the guys we play against here, like, um, some of the Northeastern teams, like, that'd be awesome. Just, like, one or two guys from each team um, doing, like, a, a neutral site, like, all-star game or, like, an all-star weekend or something like that. Or even getting, like, some exposure to, uh, like, some D1 teams or something like that. Or if they could do, like, a, a D2 all-star team and a D1 all-star team or something like that. 
Does the uh, NCAA have an all-star game? I don't think they I do. I don't believe so. I wonder if that's... But, I mean, that, that's just, like, I mean, that's so competitive. They go from, they, I mean, they're going from, what, before, the, I mean, they're starting practices by the summer, and then they're going from, like, October to, I mean, the tournament starts in, like, a month, so... Basically um, March, the end of they March. Don't, they, they don't cut out time like the NHL would. or uh, all, The All-Star game for the USPHL, that was after season, right? Not during season? Yeah, it was after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I think by that point, like, the was, guys have been playing since yeah. October and going through March, and then they get, like, a month off to school before they're off to summer, and then they're coming right back. So I don't even know if they'd have the time to branch it out. Um in order to do something like that, unless it was over, like, winter break or something. But uh, just a thought. I mean, it's definitely a long shot. Like, I, I don't even know how that would how that would go or who would plan that. But um, an all-star game would be pretty sick. No, it's definitely a good idea. Definitely a, uh, a great way to promote the ACHA, too. I'm wondering if the amount of teams that make up the ACHA is also what's holding that idea back because – I mean, I think there's way more. There's definitely way more ACHA teams as a as a total between the three men's divisions, yeah. not even counting the women's. But I think there's honestly more Division One ACHA teams than NCAA D one teams. I think there's like sixty one D one NCAA, and then I think we're around eighty. I thought we were around 61. Maybe, maybe it's the same. Then. Maybe I'm 60, thinking. I'm pretty sure we're around sixty something. We're, oh, I think it's sixty eight, sixty nine. But then the D two at least I don't know there's a, there's like a hundred. I think it would just be hard to gauge like who would make the all star game based on who you're playing because not everybody's playing each other. Top seeds are playing each other, so they're not going to do as well. Like I think it would just be a little hard. But yeah, there'd be a lot of incentives that would go into it. But it's it's definitely a uh, definitely a talking point. In other limitless news, uh, Worcester State season came to an end this weekend uh, to. Salem State, I think. Uh, shout out Cody Porcello and Martin Dulugowinski. Uh, their rookie years of college hockey coming to a close. Um, both had great years. I think they played almost a majority of their games, which is awesome as rookies or as freshmen. So good for them. Uh, way to go, boys. Uh, in other news, in D- the D3 world, um, Chase Lapworth and the post men's hockey team has a semifinal matchup. Tonight against St. Mike's, Chase being another limitless, limitless athlete, so good luck to Chase in the post-men's hockey team. And last on this list, we had... Oh, Cr- Nolan, how did Kramer and uh, BC do this weekend? It was uh, past Kramer, weekend. Kramer and BC, they lost... Uh, ACHA D2, some, these guys. Sunday, I think it was. Um, they lost to uh, UNH 5-4. Um, last game of the season, so if they won that, um, they would have made it to to Natty's in St. Louis. So they missed out by a goal, and then uh, Bentley beat Keene State four to two. So they're going to Natty's too. So um, I think it's I think from our region, it's UMass, Northeastern, UNH, and Bentley. I think are the four that are going. Um, so that'll be pretty cool. So that'll be fun to keep track of. Yeah. Well. Uh, that's all the limitless pumps we had. So sh- shout out to all those guys that uh, wrapped up their freshman years. 
Um, excited to see what they do in the, the years to come. Going to keep a close eye on all their careers and the teams they play for. Um, a good way to do that is to follow us on Twitter. Last but not least on the agenda day, pump the Twitters again. We're going to be more active on social media. So that starts with, I guess, a Twitter following. Follow us. Uh, you can follow this podcast on Twitter at HS Scratched Pod. So H Scratched Pod, the full word. And then Limitless Hockey on Twitter is just at Limitless Hockey. So that's H Scratch Pod and Limitless Hockey on Twitter. And that's all I, I got, fellas. Anybody else got anything before we yeah, sign off? Yeah, before we sign off, I'd just like to give a, con- a quick congrats to the Skipjacks on winning their first ever uh, U18 national championship for their league. Um, first uh, yeah. win in, heart, in um, club history. Um, they have been tra- chasing that one for a while, so congrats. Yeah, I gotta. I actually have to mention something. My uh, my brother Chris, uh, his South Shore Kings U sixteen team had a tough loss in the championship this weekend to uh, the Jackets, I think. So ah, the Rockets. Oh, the Rockets, right? The Rockets. So sorry, bud. When it get get it next time, I guess. Probably won't be one. And then, and then Tony, you got a uh, you got another brother doing something pretty cool. Oh yeah, good luck to uh, my other brother, uh, Nick, uh, and the Dexter Southfield team. Uh, they got a huge uh, Elite Eight tournament matchup tomorrow night against Salisbury. So hopefully they uh, they get the win there. Um, I think I'm gonna be watching that game on Live Barn. So if you got a Live Barn password that uh you'd be willing to share send me a dm on instagram if you're listening to this before 5 45 on wednesday and then uh tone i got a little uh little talk for some slower slower pace hockey um and basketball i guess bc high boston college high school they get a game against milton of all teams on uh Ooh. on thursday uh after the super eight's gone so i think BC has a 13 seed and Milton's a 20. And then um, BCI basketball, first they're ranked first in the state. Um, they got a game Friday. Um, and I know me and some of the guys here, um, Frank Yombi came down, BCI grabbed with us. Um, I think if they make it to the state ship, we might try and pop out. So um, we'll stay updated with BCI too. Yeah, good luck to those fellas. Hopefully they uh they can make a run there. I know that that kid uh Lockman's pretty sick. Yeah, he knows how to put a ball through. <laughs> All right, then Skull. Any final? No, that's it. it. All right, this has been Healthy Scratch. This is Tony Nolan and Skull signing off. Hopefully Brock will be back next week. Hopefully he had a good dinner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. See ya. See you next time, fellas. See ya. This is right where we belong.